Very excited, man. It's uh, it's an exciting time in the city. Uh, NHL playoffs are starting. Uh, we're recording tonight. It's a Thursday, and the NBA play- playoffs are finally, finally here. So we are going to do uh, something a little different today on the Ready Fox show instead of the usual conversation that I have with DJs or artists about what they do. We are going to talk all NBA today, and I couldn't do this without Trapped Since 95. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Illicit. Mikey Charlie is in the building. Hey. Gentlemen, how are you? It's, yo, I'm good, man. It, I, it's pretty awesome to be here right now, brother. I'm proud of you, man. Oh, I'm, you. I'm digging the setup. I'm feeling like this is like real professional. Like if you if you out here could really see the studio, the setup that we have here. <laughs> I'll take a pi- I'm gonna has, take a picture after so we can. Yeah, you guys can take pictures great. if you want to. Sweet man. So, I, listen, when you when you coming from another podcast like we do, right? Li- our setup ain't as nice as this, right? <laughs> hey, don't tell them that. <laughs> I appreciate it. So guys. way to go, brother. I'm proud of you. Oh, man. thanks, man. And again, people listening to this don't know how far we, we go, go back. back. Yeah, All yeah. of us actually. Yes. Way back to flow days and college flow. days. Yeah. You and I have known each other literally since two thousand one, I think. Yeah, yeah. It would be even actually it would be ninety nine. Ninety nine. It is ninety nine. It's ninety nine. Because that's right. when the program started. That's right. It's ninety nine. Yeah, and it was a year and a half. Anyways, they don't need to know about that, but we were in college. <laughs> but, but we've known each other for a long time. For a long time, basically. So uh real quick, uh if you guys are out and about in the cities on Saturdays Saturday morning, I'm hosting hashtag with Solitaire, Miss Misha Gay, and No Better Nina on Vibe 105. Shout out to Vibe, yo. Shout out to hey. Randy, too, man. I, I haven't been there in a little while. I'm going to have to go check those. Yeah, you should man. visit. I, I don't should. be a stranger. I should. And um, Saturday nights, I am DJing at Bar Stray, 532 College Street, where I'm playing Sweet. indie and classic rock. And it's great, and it's been. That's another lot. thing I know you. You know you. You set your mind to doing that, and right. you're out doing it, man. I'm yeah, proud yeah, yeah. of you, brother. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's thanks, good, man. man. Thanks. I'm. I'm. I'm, enjoy- I'm enjoying it, and it's been more fun than I thought it would be. One and night, I'm gonna have to come check it out. It's not really my vibe. But, but you know what? That's the thing. Everyone that I've spoken to that aren't into rock music necessarily, um, if you come, you might have a new appreciation for it, particularly for how I'm playing it. I still yes. love music. Yeah. So I'm sure I'd enjoy it. And yeah. Appreciate the the musical. But it, it's the just vibe. it's the you vibe. You bring it a little closer to you. There you go. All right. Yeah. Yes. The, it makes a difference. So right. yeah, bring it closer to yeah. you, Mikey. Okay. So let's get started. Yeah. This, let's do this it. show is all NBA. We're talking the NBA playoffs. They are starting this Saturday. We're recording on a Thursday. We had to wait until Thursday because everything got decided last night in terms of the the seating. The last day of the NBA regular season. Really? I think it went down to the last game, even in the Western Conference, right? Yeah. In the Eastern Conference. The the last Eastern Conference game actually made a difference. Right. Okay. So we will talk about all of that and a lot more right here on the Ready Fox Show. Recorded live from Midtown Toronto, it's the Ready Fox Show. And now here's DJ Ready Fox. Yeah, man, I'm so excited for these playoffs. Hey, yo, it's that time. It's the real season. Yeah. The real season here. And from the beginning of the uh, regular season, I had always said what they do during the regular season does not matter, especially with especially how things happened or ended last year. Uh, I think last year and, you know, previous seasons, too, actually, like the the Raptors did well in the, you know, the, the, the regular, regular season. season yeah. And then it comes to the, the playoffs. And I don't know if it's the LeBron curse or what it was. But, I don't think I think it was deeper than just the LeBron but curse. But it shows that realistically, the regular season doesn't it matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And. Again, with how everything ended last year and what they were doing this year, and we will talk about this a bit with the whole um, 
load management <laughs> controversy because yes. a lot of Raptors fans were always freaking out about the amount of rest that they were trying to give Kawhi for the regular it's season. It's almost 20 games. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I have no problem with that. I had well, no problem we'll with that. Maybe we'll talk about that more after. But Yep, we will talk yeah. about that as well. But today, my special guests, once again, Trapped Since 95, uh, Illicit, and Mikey Charlie. Hey. Um, if you want to check them out on Twitter, at um, Mikey Charlie, spelled M-I-K-E-Y-C-H-R-L-E-Y, or Illicit, at Illicit underscore 78. Um, so the are or also uh, illicit sound radio. Actually, that's the one I promote. Now. Oh, okay, that's the one that you promote. I, I know I'm that guy that changes their phone number. Come on, man! Yeah, come, come on, on man! <laughs> Sorry, it's all right. It's illicit all good. sound radio. You can find me there. And while I was reading up on you guys, but I didn't realize that it actually stood for something. Trapped. Yeah. Trapped. Yes. I never knew that Toronto Raptors die hard. Yeah, I'm yes. on. yeah I never yeah. knew that. Yeah, <laughs> I never knew that. So uh, that's cool. That, that, that's a Mikey Charlie thing. Like I have to give the props where they do because. I, this trap was not my my vision. It was his, right. and he came to me asking to to work on and doing some like some content for it. So I started off by doing a Raptor rant a couple yeah. of, like once right. in a while, just yes. three minutes of me just talking shit about the Raptors, like, right? When they weren't amazing as they are now, you know what I mean? There was a lot more to talk about back then. And then as things moved on, we decided to start doing like a podcast called Trap Trap Chat, Chat Alley Oop yes. and. And that's where, I mean, it's kind of broadened from there. But most of the, the social media, and I, I mean, I have to give the credit where it's due. It's Mikey Charlie's the man. He's right. really good at the stuff where I'm terrible at it. Man. Oh, really? Okay. He's wearing many hats trying to get the fans involved in the Raptors, you know, every day. And even just our opinions. And we really want to share the fans' opinions as well, right? Right, so. right. Okay, so for all you guys, if you want to know how to spell it, if you want to go to the website, trapped, T-R-A-P-D, since 95, numerical95.com. Yeah. And uh, check them out. Check out their podcast. I listen once in a while. <laughs> and um, when I knew I was going to do this show, uh, because I'm super – like, this has been one of the most interesting – this particular NBA season is so interesting for so many different reasons. Um Brian Weindhorst, um, he calls these playoffs the playoffs of, of anxiety because so many, so many teams, coming. so many teams' futures yeah. are depending on what yes. happens in these playoffs. Yes. Right? Yeah. So uh, we'll talk about that. But real quick, there was breaking news this week in the NBA. Um, Magic Johnson stepped down as president of operations yeah. for the Lakers. Yep. And that was a shock to me. Man. I was surprised. It came out of nowhere. Was blown away. Yeah, no one was really expecting. I mean, it. I think we all thought Walton was going to get the boot, but I didn't. He's not. still going to get the boot. He's still going to get. He's still going to get it. But I'm surprised. I, I, but you know what? Is, did you hear the the press conference? He said, yeah. I just haven't been happy since. Well, yeah. that's but that's, that's believable. No, absolutely. He's a bill. Yeah, he is a billionaire. He's a billionaire. He's right. a billionaire. So for him to have to do stuff that's becoming stressful why bother by not choices or he can't do things the way he wants to yeah. based on restrictions from nba rules maybe that is he doesn't or agree ownership with yeah, from, sure from the human it. perspective you understand where right. he's coming from yeah. but just when he says uh, you know what my life is amazing i want to go back to being happy he's magic johnson i hear yes. you i mean yeah you know if he wants to never work you. again for the rest of his life that's up to him I so agree. if yeah, he's finding the job stressful why but, should he trap himself in right. a, position, a position like that? Now, a lot of um, cynics 
have said that part of the reason why he stepped down was to give cover to uh, Jeannie Bussey in terms of taking the heat for the failed Lakers season. <laughs> um, and the failed w- Lakers season or the failed LeBron challenge? Either or. Either or. But I, I don't understand why the narrative changed so quickly. Really, from... I do. It has to do with the fact that they wanted to, to salvage their, get rid of their whole team to get uh, Anthony, Davis. Anthony Davis. And at that point, how are you going to play for like a team that doesn't, really care Doesn't about believe you in your like abilities to, and your potential well, even if they did it they were obviously extremely expendable right like it, it, for yeah. a guy that we we all know might not even play more than one season there right. Who knows? right right well i originally when the season was starting i thought what should have been the plan is that lebron plays for the year sees what he's got mm. and then you know you understand who you need to keep and who you want to get rid of but make adjustments right exactly so that's what i thought this year was supposed to be so i didn't think the expectation should have been high for them to if they made the playoffs that was icing on the cake as mm. far as i was concerned I but but I, once they started to play better than everybody expected them to play they were their expectations changed from just enough. making the playoffs to Doing this, and that's and, when they got the Anthony Davis fever. I and think. also, I mean, LeBron, maybe in the summertime, he was kind of okay with sitting back and seeing where everything is at the end of the season. But right. once he started to play, like, it's a LeBron. He's ultra competitive. He yep. wants to be in the playoffs. Right. So at that point, he's probably like, yo, you got to make some moves. You got to do something so we can be competitive so, to make the playoffs. So my only concern here with this whole situation with LeBron is, like, he's picked where he's going to go. Since since the beginning of his career, pretty much, right. right? Like that stuff. At this point, I'm not even shocked about it. For me, it comes down to when he does that. How the rest of his teammates, how like when he have to acclimate to him now. It's never a, a choice of like they were a good team last year with those young guys and right. had an opportunity to probably make the playoffs realistically. Right. right. But to get LeBron. They made a bunch of moves that I'm not sure were, in, well, in hindsight, obviously weren't the best moves, right? right. I, maybe in the long term they will be. But at this point right now, I'm sure nobody thought that LeBron wasn't going to make the playoffs, even in the eighth seed. They would have been an eighth or seventh really, seed. Like, I know. I thought the eighth. But, like, yeah. it, just LeBron himself, as we talked on the top of the show, like, he beat the Raptors on his own. Right. Like, yeah. the best team in the NBA. I'm honestly right. not surprised, man. That I remember we were talking before the season began and they had the Lakers chances of winning the championship even with the Raptors. We were laughing at We were that. laughing at that, yeah. We were laughing but at that. I I honestly <laughs> thought that there was a pretty decent chance that they were gonna make the playoffs. Okay. Well, we're gonna see what happens with the Lakers. I don't wanna focus too much yeah, on them. We wanna talk about the playoffs, but another quick uh breaking news that happened today. Sacramento Kings, Vladi Divots fired Dave Yeager, uh, head coach of the Sacramento Kings. He actually cleared out a couple of executives as well, which is pretty surprising. Uh, Vladi just got his extension, yeah. but they've had pretty well maybe one of the most better seasons that they've had in recent memory. They're still and, not good, though. No, they're not good, but it, the future's they, looking yeah, brighter. Well, I have a lot, of, Fox and, like, have a lot of young talent. No, yeah, with, no, with, the with future Fox. actually looks bright with what they have. They played hard. They, they were very similar in the sense that... Um, they, to them, to me, they are the Brooklyn Nets in the Western Conference. The Brooklyn Nets wouldn't make the playoffs in the Western Conference. No. That's a good point. But they play hard. They're exciting to watch. They're a young team. I see, so the, I I see, see the comparison. And Brooklyn has also got a bright future, right? Yeah. But it's just they're just in the harder, more competitive conference being the Western Conference. So 
find it surprising that they would clear house the way they so, did after so, what I thought was a successful okay, season. When you say that, though, I, I'm tired of the narrative that the Western Conference is better. The two best teams in, in the NBA this year yeah, sure. but if come you look, off the but Eastern it's Conference. It's true, but if you look top to bottom, minus Phoenix, the West is is the better conference well, under, overall. The b- best way to look at it for me, the way I see it, is that looking at the first round, uh, Golden State, Los Angeles Clippers. Mm-hmm. The Clippers are now an eighth seed yep. with a record of 48 and 34. Yeah, That would be a fifth seed so in hold the on. So if we're, if we're going by record, see, then, then we need to do what? what they want to do in the NBA and just take the top teams and forget conferences. See, I was going to ask you guys that. You you if exactly read but, my mind. But if that, that's but, the way you think, but I personally I've don't. All, I would I don't. love that. I no, would prefer I that. I, that I, way you truly see the two best teams at the end of the uh, tournament. I, but if that's the case, you would have to rearrange the amount of games that's each right. team is playing. That's my concern. Conference. That's no, my why? Concern. Why? Because think about it. In, in the West, you'd have to play more Westerly what, two-thirds it's, of your It's about travel time, about right? Your, your they, they, no, they, the, the season stays the same, but when it comes time for the playoffs, you just take the top 16 teams. In total. That's it. And come on, it's these guys are on private jets now. It's not like they're taking buses and stuff. Like, the travel thing isn't what it used to be. These guys are pretty much traveling in luxury. These guys are playing three, four games That's a fine. Week. And if you want to do it that way, if it's going to be an East-West team and whatever happens, then you make it the 2-3-2 two, two format. If it's a two Western teams or Eastern teams, do 2-2-2-1-1-1. But I don't like the 2-3-2 two, two format because Why? If, you're the, if you're the road team, or sorry, if you're yeah. the team with the home with advantage, the home. if you yeah. lose one of those first two games... That's three games in a row that you're playing on the road. Hey, man. But that's an then don't lose the first game. No, I don't, be, don't be the Toronto Raptors. No, I Thank do agree you. with exactly. that. But I, I think, I don't know, I like the 2-2-1-1-1. Two, two, one, one, one. Okay. Well, the regular season was uh, pretty interesting. Um, of course, uh, starting off the season, we were all freaked out. I was freaked out. I didn't expect this. No one saw this coming um, where DeMar DeRozan, DeMar DeRozan trade. got traded for Kawhi Leonard. And that really sent shockwaves throughout the entire NBA. NBA. Absolutely. Changed the, it changed the face of the NBA. Because it, and it just it, it kind of sounded the alarm to people how serious Masai Ujiri is about Absolutely. putting yeah. a winner on the team that he, he's willing to take risks. He's willing to do what it takes to the franchise player. But hold right. on. Did you hear, though, I said when, when you brought it up, I said the DeMar trade. I didn't say the Kawhi trade. And the reason I'm going to continue to do that until Kawhi signs here with the Raptors is sure. because I, it was it, Demar will be the the best Raptor in history, right? Until somebody else takes that, right? Kawhi. Only, well, if he signs here, yeah, right? Then sure, granted, that's then, very fair. But right now, I'm not even saying the Kawhi trade yet. Man. Yeah, it, everyone was heartbroken, <laughs> and um, he really loved the city and he wanted to stay. So let's just pay a little homage to sure. um, Demar Derozan and yes. let's uh, hear him talking about the fans of Toronto because we do have some of the greatest, if not the greatest, fans the in the best NBA fans I think. in the yeah. world. So I let's agree. listen to Demar talking about the fans for a sec. I wrote in my post, I, I don't know no other way that I can thank the fans of Toronto. Not even Toronto, Canada. Um, just Canada, period. I, there's no words I could honestly come up with to, to, to express my, my appreciation for them. And, you know, you really don't realize something until it's, it's, it's really taken away. And I really realized that, that them, I always said it when I was there, there were some great fans. But they some, they some great fans. Period. <laughs> I love me, Debo. Yeah, man. Like, Listen, uh, Demar Derozan is 
if you listen to our our podcast okay. at all, you'll know I'm the biggest DeMar DeRozan fan. I love the guy. I think he's a class act all the way through. Mm-hmm. He, he lived, breathed, Toronto. slept Toronto. Yeah. And I will always have a massive place in my heart for the more than more than Vince Carter, more than Chris Bosh. And I know Vince Carter, that's a rough thing for some Oh, but Raptors the way Vince yet. Carter left. But, but still, most Raptor fans look at Vince Carter and say that he's the reason that there is still a franchise. For me, I think it's DeMar DeRozan. Mm. Because when, when everyone left, he said, I got you. Right. And he did. Mr. Yeah, he was, I am Toronto. He was the first he superstar did. to say, no, I'm staying. But, um... For both of you guys, did you watch more San Antonio games this year? That's, um, that's a yes. Unusual. You know for me, it was a yes. A couple more. I went to the, the, the game in Toronto. Oh, that was must have been so much fun. It, honestly, I, it was the game I circled in the beginning of the season. Of right course. After, right? Of course. Yeah. And it just the, – the, shout out to Muhammad Ali, who's a, a, the socialist hip-hop. He hooked me up with a ticket. And I was like – he's like, what game you want to go to? And Because he has season tickets. I said, right. what yeah. about the San Antonio game? He's like, yeah, man, I got you. So – it was an amazing game. At oh, the, bet. And at the end, you know, Kawhi stealing the ball. Yep. and Poetic and, justice. Oh, man. I just felt like God couldn't have written that yeah. any better. But if, if, if not for the basketball gods to show us a more perfect example of why Masai Ujiri did yep. what he did. Absolutely. Yep. You know what yeah, I mean? No, like, not to say yep. that I don't appreciate everything DeMar DeRozan did, but that's those pressure moments when things don't go well I agree are it's like it had that what happened in that game could would we, we talk yeah. about a stat yeah. we've talked about a stat on our show a bunch of times that uh, last year DeMar DeRozan was one for 21 at game winning shots okay so yeah listen to that number yeah that's a that, yeah, that's, that's interesting. painful that's interesting <laughs> that's yeah you painful. need you need someone at the end of games who can hit that shot Right. Not afraid to take that shot. Kawhi's, Kawhi's already hit more than that. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Year, yeah. Right? That's crazy. And in the playoffs, this is going to continue. Like, he's a proven playoff commodity for the Raptors, whereas yeah. Yeah, we haven't really a, had that. He's a finals MVP yeah, people. Period. So, uh, okay. Also, just touching on the regular season before we dig deep into the playoffs. Um, for real, though, like uh, – the refs this year. Oh my! But, but <laughs> this come year, on, we can be talking about this every year. They're yes. so terrible. If, I think if, the if, NBA. Maybe it's because I love the NBA. But the I would say the worst. Uh, this year felt a little different in terms of the refs felt a little more um, uh, combative with the players and the coaches. Even just this last week before the end of the regular season, Pop got yeah, thrown two, out oh, yeah, twice yeah, in yeah, the same two, week. Two, no, two, one time, two, like thirty seconds. Thank into the game you, or something thank like you, that. Mikey. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's just yeah. overall, I felt like it just felt a little worse this year. And um, even to Kawhi Leonard being the not super emotive guy that he is, you saw the frustration that he was feeling all season. Yeah, I think he, and he knows I, how it feels to be in, uh, in Toronto. Toronto right? <laughs> that's, that's what I kept saying. I was like, welcome, welcome to Toronto. To Toronto welcome yeah. to Toronto. We said it the first game. We yeah. sat yeah. we're like, welcome to Toronto. Yeah, get used, get to, used, it. Get used yep. to it. Get yep. used to it. And uh, even the uh, one of the assistant coaches that used to play for or work for the Cleveland Cavaliers, who's now working for the Raptors, yeah, and his name is Phil Handy. me right now. Phil Handy. He even said at one time, I think it was on uh, Danny Green's podcast, that he noticed the difference coming to Toronto, how worse the calls are against them. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know what? It's not talked about in, in like, the media. They like, don't care. Rap- no. I'm just saying, like, Toronto Raptors team, like the actual franchise, doesn't come out and really complain about it that often. Sometimes, you know, guys get come out and get their $25,000 right. fine or whatever. That's a slap on the wrist. But... 
at the end of the day, overall, it's not really talked about too much, and except by us and guys like right. us that do you know f- fan based stuff. Right. The fans see it. Yeah. They watch. You know uh, what, what's big the ticket, what NBA ticket or whatever. They watch league pass. league pass. You know they see ten games. Everyone plays fantasy, so there's you know they're watching ten games a night. So at the end of the day, it's like they know that the, the that we're getting the short the end disparity of the disparity. Yeah, the short end definitely. of the stick. Right. But I don't think that Raptors players or me like or actual brass like Masai, they just they let it go because they know this is just the way it is. At okay. the end of the day, you have to overcome that because in most games, it doesn't come down to like one or two calls. It comes I down to the way. Right? No, I'm, I'm saying most games. There are certain games for I th- sure. I know, I can't but there's think there's a lot of games where okay, at the end of the game, yes, there was a bad call. But if the Raptors had played better in that game, okay, I, so you can always do that. What if? But I mean, when the last couple minutes of the game and a few you know plays down the stretch that are really crucial and they go the opposite way, it turns the momentum of, of the does. game. It does. All right, but um, I'll, I'll say this though: this okay. year it's been more than just the Raptors. Though there's a lot of been teams like I, I, been getting which is what you're bad with. It's been more across the board. I find, except terms. for except for James Harden, <laughs> for some reason he's immune to those whistles. He, he always gets the whistles. Right? Yeah. So. I don't understand. Maybe he. I don't know. Maybe he's good friends with somebody. <laughs> officials <laughs> organized. I don't know. Anyways, uh, for the Raptors this year, uh, question to both of you, obviously, but um, who are you? Who were you most impressed with? And I'll start with you first, Mikey. Who were you most impressed with on the Raptors this year? I have to you say, could say anybody in the organization. Anybody in the organization? Anybody. Okay, I'm still going to go with Pascal Siakam. I, I knew he was because, gonna say remember that. Remember, though. Spicy P. I because I'm not even going to say him, even in the though summertime, he's obvious. In right. the summertime, you already know this. I was saying from the summertime it's that true. he's going to have a really good season. Yeah, man. And he came out, he even exceeded my expectations. He, tra- for him. he traded for him in fantasy, and it made yeah. him look real good. Okay, yeah. okay. And, well, so, and so, Illicit, who are you uh, most impressed with this um, year? Well, so here's a situation that, like, I would obviously, Pascal's the guy, right? But, but, Looking beyond that, who who brought something that I wasn't expecting, let's say, is Danny Green. Man. I knew you were going to say that. Mm. I knew that. Like, it's I, just. I was su- so surprised at how little fanfare was made about, about him being him. a part of, of that trade. trade. But that they was just, insane. Because Kawhi was never expected to be here. Danny Green is Toronto. Yeah, he, but, he's a Toronto but, guy. Just well, overall, being, in terms he's of. He's going to finish his career here. Watch. Him being included in that trade. Yeah, it's kind of like, like when, a, I, when, I heard, that when I heard that Danny Green was involved, I was like, oh, yeah, my like, God, yeah. we got Danny Green, yeah. too? Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's like a C.J. Miles, but better. Way like, better. It's like <laughs> literally like better. an upgrade of C.J. Miles that, oh, so. Well, people forget that Danny Green was like one shot away from being uh, finals MVP. Yeah. If it were not for that yeah. boss tap out <laughs> to right. Ray yeah. Allen oh, for that three. So. Yeah, I was so happy for Danny Green being involved in the Listen, trade. From I, I love Danny Green. That's why yeah, he he's knew. great. I, I feel like it, he's a glue guy. He's a glue yeah. guy. He's a glue guy. Plus heart. Yeah, he's you know? everything. He's got every. He's the just, total package. He's like yep. he brings veteran presence. He knows how to win. He's just he brings defense. He's just everything. Brings that three point um, shot. So and, and his and his percentage at the three point line this year is the best he's had in his in his career. And he's number two in the league. Uh, I yes. believe. Yeah. So so now, as much as I knock the coach, I also want to throw a a, a little a, a mention to Nick Nurse. That's who I'm picking for uh, who because, I'm most impressed with. Because I have to say, like, there's three guys that like Pascal, uh, Kawhi, Danny Green. 
and I don't know, I bet there's even somebody else in there somewhere that have had their best career years under Nick Nurse now. And there, that's, yeah. you, even if no, I don't agree with some of the stuff he's Serge done. Ibaka. Serge Ibaka. No, yeah, that's the Serge Ibaka. Yeah. So like when you look at those guys that had the talent but have now been able to no, unleash a little no bit. No knock against Dwayne Casey. No knock against Dwayne Casey. I love Dwayne Casey as And a I'm coach. glad we're not playing him in the first round. Oh, yeah. yeah. We will get to that. We will get to that. But, um... Yeah, Nick Nurse is my pick for who I'm most impressed with. I hear you. Yeah. For, for tons of reasons. For starters, I didn't think the team chemistry would have been so good so quickly. 22, I think it is, different starting lineups. Uh, that's the other yeah. part. That's the other thing I was going to say. They actually got decimated with injuries yeah, this year. Yeah, there's a lot of injuries. And you don't even really, looking and, back at it, you don't even notice that. Yeah, and, and load management gate on top of that. <laughs> everyone was freaking out about the amount of games that they were sitting Kawhi, refusing to play him in back-to-backs and the whole nine. So and I was like where, like, where are your priorities? That's Right. Like yeah, you right. guys, where your prior you this you can clearly see season. that they know they have this one season that's with right. this guy. That's right. They're trying to make him happy. They're trying to show him how serious they are about his health. They're trying to have him as well rested as possible for, for this one possible Which, run that we're going to get with this guy. Yeah. What are you complaining about? Yeah, and on yeah. top of that, I believe the team was fifteen and five when he sat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So the that's team right. no, the right. team played. The well team was still winning. Sat. The team so, was still yeah. winning. So what are you guys complaining about? It really frustrated me. I'm going to tell you what it is. It's chemistry. They and and fans especially well, after the trades they had there was a, a point where just before I went to Jamaica that the Raptors were looking pretty scary they weren't playing very well and it has to do with chemistry not not talent because they're loaded now but the fact that the, all these guys hadn't played together for a well, long time including like specifically Leonard and Lowry yeah you know they just didn't have that. But- yeah, quickness. But, but also from a, a you're starting res- to see it now. From a general fans' perspective, there's actually a lot of people who would come up to me and be like, "Oh, what do you think about the Kawhi trade?" But people don't didn't really know. A lot of people didn't really know who Kawhi was, well, or at least at that level, you know, because they're saying how did they not know? No, but you know, no, you know why? Because they know about DeRozan, right? They right. see DeRozan in the highlight packages. Those people don't night. watch basketball. Then. Yeah, that's what that's I'm they're, they're they're, they're sorry, casual not, fans. Sorry, not it. sorry. I don't take casual then fans. I'm not going to take you seriously if you're upset about anything. Um, <laughs> all right, so. Uh, we're going to get into the playoffs yeah, uh, now. And uh, Brian Windhorst, again, uh, that I mentioned earlier before, is calling this the playoffs of anxiety. Yeah. Like, when you listen to the amount of people, just agents. marquee names that yeah. are going to be free agents this year Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie Irving, Clay Thompson, uh, Kemba Walker, Jimmy Butler, Al right. Horford, crazy, Nikola Vucevic, Vucevic um, Tobias Harris, Chris Middleton. Look at, look, these are all stars. Um, yeah, these are DeAndre Russell. Um, who else here? Uh, Marcus Gasol will be. Brooke Lopez, uh, Demarcus Cousins, Danny Green, JJ Redick. He JJ Redick would fit on. Any team, any no, team, JJ because, Redick. Because he's a set shooter. Right? Yeah, he's yeah. like. You can shoot in the NBA. You, you got to always get a career yeah. for the rest of your life. And just as long as you can play some defense, too, which he does. Um, Julius Randle, Paul Millsap. I didn't even realize Paul Millsap's going to be a free agent this year. Listen to the list Nikola Meritich, Goran Dragic, uh, Brogdon, Terry Rozier. I didn't even realize Terry Rozier is a free agent this year because you're so focused on the Kyrie drama. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Valen who we traded for Marc Gasol. It's. This year, every team needs to have a good playoff run in order to keep free agents that they're seeking, whether it's Philadelphia with Jimmy Butler or if it's us with Kawhi or it's uh, Golden State with 
Kevin Durant. I hate Jimmy. Right. <laughs> Your boy. Yeah, I'm not That's a fan of boy. Jimmy Butler per se. Again, if you listen to our podcast, yeah. I hate Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. But you, you can't deny how good he no, is. No, I'm though, not. Right? We watched yeah. in the beginning of before we started on the air here. We watched a, a thing. He got three locks in a row. Yeah, so, or yeah. He's a highlight machine. So. I just don't like. I'm it. just. That's part of the reason why I was so excited for these playoffs coming it. up it's, because it's, it's going to be there's the most so much exciting. at stake for every team, for a lot of teams. Like Agreed. looking at the Eastern Conference, when we get to it, um, the top four teams all expect to be in the finals. Yeah. They, if they, if they don't get to at least the Eastern Conference finals, it's considered a, a failed year. Yes. There's not enough room, obviously, for four teams in the finals, right? Just doing the math, so that means at least two teams are going to have serious looks at their. A franchise in terms of making serious trades or yeah. serious changes. Well, who are the, who well, are the two? I was gonna we say, will get to that. Yeah, I'll hold it for that, we will for that get to segment. That. We will get to that. So just looking at the uh, playoffs this year for the first round in the Western Conference, it, it looks more unpredictable than the first round in the Eastern Conference. Agreed? Agreed. For yes. the most part, the for Eastern Conference looks a little more predictable. It looks like the top four seeds will just advance, no, and then it'll be a bloodbath. I, I disagree. The... We had this okay. conversation we'll talk, earlier. We'll talk okay. about this later. Okay, so I, later. I agree that it's, it is more predictable. It, the Western Conference first round looks far more exciting to I me agree. than the Eastern Conference first round overall. Yep. Uh, the last year, last year, ten out of the fifteen series were won by the higher seeds. Um, three of them were upsets, uh, which were LeBron James or the Golden State Warriors, which doesn't really feel like an upset just because you happen to be a lower seed. Golden State does not care about the regular seed. No, season, they, of course they not. haven't. But in, in, in 2017, 13 out of the 15 series were won by the higher seeds mm-hmm. as well. So it does make a somewhat of a, an important thing for the regular season that you get a high, as high a seed as possible, obviously for getting um, home court advantage in the first round. Okay, so... We are going to get into the Western Conference. Let's do it. Uh, first round, uh, Golden State, who finished the season with 57 and 25 yep. against the Los Angeles Clippers, who I was surprised. So to game s- behind the Raptors. Yeah, so they yeah. finished at 48 and 34, and their first game is on Saturday at 8 p.m. And How the in- hell did they get the 8 o'clock started? We got the 5. You, they're, I'm, they're surprised, I'm surprised they don't start the Raptors at 10 o'clock in the morning, okay? Because we <laughs> always get that noon game I'm for the first round. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. We so didn't get when I saw it was 5 o'clock for the Raptors, yeah, I, I was like, oh, my God. Whoa, they started them at 5 moves. instead was, of starting but, them at, like, 10 o'clock in the morning. But so, I was seriously. really hoping for either the early game or the late game. No, because sir. I have, I have a gig on Saturday. You're just being selfish. Oh, damn right I am. You're just being selfish. This is a perfect time for me. So the regular season series between the Warriors and Clippers, the Warriors won 3-1. to yeah. So again, this looks pretty much like it's going to be like a four-one, four-nothing thing for Golden State. I say four-one. I, 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 no, I don't even. I think Golden State sweeps them. I don't even. Think yeah. So close. even it could the Clippers. Maybe they get one. Clippers, I don't, I don't the, say four-one. The Clippers do play hard, and they are well coached. And Doc Rivers is battle tested for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're just outgunned. Right, it's they're, just they're, what's what's the What's Curry's status? Well, they're saying I think he's going to be out for a whole series, maybe two. That's okay. They don't need him. They for, don't need him. No, they don't, no. they don't need him for. Lost, I'm still the even without him. I'm saying they win for. Him. Yeah. So their their game one is on Saturday at eight p.m. Game two is Monday, April fifteenth, ten thirty p.m. Yeah. Okay, um, so that's pretty predictable. Going on I now, think, I, yeah, I yeah. Think so. yeah. So, but now things start getting interesting. All right. Number two, Denver Nuggets finished in the second seed with a fifty-four and twenty-eight record. They're the real deal. Yeah, versus my my personal heart favorite, San Antonio Spurs, for the Western Conference. They finished at forty-eight and thirty-four. The series is tied two-two during the regular season between these guys, and their game one is on Saturday at ten thirty in the evening. 
So um, to me, these two teams they're, they're like the polar opposites of yeah, I agree. Yeah. when you talk when you talk about playoff experience. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, the players are all young on Denver. They've never really been in this situation before. Versus, are you saying that's a downfall for them? I'm just saying it just makes it more unpredictable. Experience is a is a important factor. It is important for the playoffs, man. And yeah. this is the thing. I agree. No, I'm not. I'm not arguing. With Again, you. the the, but the media bias of so so of what these... is it? What is it in, equal in games then? Because I, I agree that that you know some time in the playoffs makes a big difference, right? And we'll remember that when we talk about the Eastern Conference. Sure. But at this point, I I still think that you know personnel. So it's obvious who wins this series. I right? just well, think it's going to be a bigger dogfight than people yes, think. Yes, I do. Be. I agree. So, with so, you. so what agree is the what is the win uh, loss? I think it's I think it's four two. Four six two games for yeah. Denver. Okay, yeah. so yeah, what do you what are your thoughts uh, overall on the series, Mike? I'll say four two, but it's going to be like the games are not going to be blowouts. They're going to be a I agree. They're dog fights. Four point five uh, point games. Five point games. I agree. Stuff like that. I okay. Agree. All right. So uh, again, for the Denver Nuggets San Antonio Spurs uh, series. Tied at two in the regular series. Game one for them, Saturday, 10.30 p.m. Game two goes Tuesday, April 16th, uh, 9 p.m. And so that's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm rooting for this. Uh, DeMar, yeah, man. You DeMar, know, yeah, like yeah. I said, I want him to play it, well. But. DeMar and also a Popovich team, you can't, you can't just they're, dismiss a they're Popovich just, they're team. They're just outmatched. This is exactly where I wanted the Spurs to be for ending the season, to be honest with you. Better that they play Denver than Golden, Golden State, State or yeah. Houston, who I thought would have finished third. I was super shocked yeah. this morning yeah. to see them finish fourth, fourth and Portland be in the third spot. That kind of that ruined is, my that is I'm my kind of blown plans. away from that. I was actually. super surprised by that. So moving on now to this series now because That's this changes everything. Yeah, yeah. This is the series. Yeah, <laughs> number three Portland. This is the one at fifty three and twenty nine in Oklahoma City. I can't at, wait to watch the series. Forty nine and yeah. thirty three, and the Oklahoma City Thunder won the regular series yeah. for nothing. For nothing. Yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't not and, think that, right? Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, seriously. And Portland has one of their major guys out. Yeah. yeah. Nurkic. Yeah. Nurkic also... went down with a gruesome He's done injury. For the rest of the yeah. Season. They, okay, real quick on the Nurkic thing. Um, did you guys see it happen? I didn't. I watched the highlights. Well, yeah, I saw you the highlights. actually went back to go look at no, it. No, I it just, I, you know what? I was going through other stuff and right. it just was in a pack. Like okay, a did, you, pack. did you see it happen? I, I watched the highlights. It reminded me so of wait, the Garbajosa so it, yeah, situation. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Garbajosa. Now, that exactly, I did. I was working that game. I was, exactly I was doing the Raptor mind. game, actually producing the Raptor game when it happened. Right. And, I was watching the game. And I, I was away from the actual Ooh, it was, the, the boom, thing. And yeah. I, so I watched it, but I didn't actually, like, I wasn't at the radio station yeah. at the time. I came and sat in, and the guy who was doing my job didn't know. And he looked up and watched the play. No, I'm, I swear to God, this is a true fact. He turned green yeah ran out the studio and puked his oh brains my gosh, yeah. i had to like th- jump into his seat and fill the, oh the re- finish the yeah show it was gruesome yeah. because was, he couldn't handle i was it. watching that live i did not see the paul george break i saw again i saw highlights again that one's one same kind of but, thing. okay but when, you, NBA but when you, you hear know? about something about like that you don't go seeking no. out to see the Hell footage no. do you? why would you want to see that people do people are weird <laughs> um okay so for the series this is like it's this is not really a three six it's really not a three six no, series agree. These, it's, I don't so who know. wins? I think Oklahoma City wins, and I think it's going to be right. a four-two series. Really? Yeah, I have to agree because again, with Nurkic there, it'd be a different story, right? He's he's a big part he of what Portland still, was this year. He wouldn't. I don't think he'd necessarily help them win the series, but it definitely would have been a, it would have been more of like a four-three, four-two type thing. Right. But I just, uh, I just don't understand. They just don't match up well with Oklahoma City. I'm going to take the underdog here. You're going with Portland. I, and I, I 
I agree with you that it's probably going to be OKC. This is going to be the most I'm, exciting yeah, series I, of the first I'm round. But I'm pull, really pulling for Portland. I want them to win. What? And I think they win in seven. I was hoping. I was seven. hoping for Oklahoma City to finish eighth. Because I really that, wanted them see, to play yeah, Golden State oh, in the yeah, first round. round. That would have yeah. been a great first oh, round. Because they're the only team that has like venom for Golden State in a, on a personal round. level. Like yeah. Lil Rage, like he would have been just... Little Rage, oh, oh, sorry, um, Russell, like uh, Little Russell, Rage, Little Rage. <laughs> yeah, he, he's just a ball like of that. rage, man. Like he's that. just, I, like he, that. I don't know who coined him that nickname, but it suits him perfectly, yeah, like, because that's all he is. He's just like, go, 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 <laughs> like, and he take every time he plays, uh, Kevin Durant, he takes a personal. So to be in the first round, both teams being as healthy as they're probably going to be during the playoffs. And just to have them go at each other, oh man! I'm I was team, pr- I'm team KD all day. Yeah, day. no, I want, I wanted, <laughs> but Oklahoma. that would be good theater, though. Absolutely, yeah, so it, it would have been, be, been a greater first round. So yeah, I was great. disappointed that they actually finished. But I to was answer surprised. your question, back to the thing, Portland four three. Oh, that's what you're saying, Portland four three in seven three. games. Seven okay, games. I think it's a really close series. I and I agree that if Nurkic was in, I think it would even. I think it would be a guaranteed. Okay, but, but in this term, I think they just they might get past OKC. And then they're done. But I right. think that that it could. They, you say they don't match up well against them. I don't know, man. I just I love Lillard. Okay, they, ex- I, yeah, yeah, no, Lillard. please explain. I I want to kind of get into your head a little bit. Like yeah. explain what you're you know what it's not like. That's the thing. When you're looking at at one on one players, I would have to agree with you. Like they're especially with Nurkic out. But I'm looking at just they have something to play for, man. And and Damian Lillard, you shouldn't. Like ever count this guy out, right? Man. Right. He's he's the real deal. We just forget about him because he's the third or fourth best point it's guard not, in the Western. Conference, I'm not sure. Right? Do you guys know is McCollum injured right now? Or I don't think so. I don't that think that I so. know okay. of. Like that's what I'm saying. You okay. still got two legit. No, I, I understand. Yeah, like, but you have West Rook and you have Paul, Paul George. George but, and the, MVP and candidate, the, and the sure. difference maker now is Stephen Adams. Yeah, because, because no Nurkic, because right? Because of Nurkic is but, but, so maybe yeah, maybe with Nurkic it would be. I would think it would be a more competitive series, but I would I still give it. You would still edge give to, OKC OKC so, the edge. So in I'm that gonna, like I'm not a betting man, but I would take Portland in this because I, I'm rooting for the underdog. I think so with, okay. with Nurkic, I would take Portland, but without Nurkic, it's the best series. In the Western Conference. Yeah, absolutely. This is the one I'm looking forward to the most. So for the series, again, uh, Portland in the three spot and Oklahoma City in the sixth spot. And again, uh, Oklahoma City swept the series, regular series uh, season. Yeah. Game one goes Sunday, 3.30 p.m. Game two is Tuesday, April 16th, 10.30 p.m. Uh, so moving on now to the four and five. Oh, I was so surprised this morning the Houston, that Houston wound up in the fourth wow. spot. Like uh, this is yeah. they're so so in a way, it's it's and, not really shocking. They didn't play very well in the beginning of the season. They they stepped it up, right? You know, I'm just Christmas shocked that time, Portland but, was able to jump them. <laughs> but this this surprised. series is really interesting as well because again, you're looking at the top two rated offense versus the top two rated defense defense That's in right. Utah yeah, and Gobert. Houston. Yeah. Yeah. Rudy Gobert. So yeah. so um, just this regular series, they tied two two mm-hmm. again. So this is actually a really interesting series. But um, it's a good series too. But nobody gets hype for Utah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Well, nobody watches. No, I never see Utah games. To be honest with Why you. Why would you? 
You, right. you, who are you watching? Well, yeah. Look at the fans. Well, look well, at the fans. Well, Mitchell. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell, I guess. So, and also yeah, even Mitchell was out half the season. Gobert led the league in dunks this year. And, so and, and blocks again. Yeah. Oh, okay, so there you go. But, but I'm just, you know, that's what I mean. You're going. But I never you're going to Utah see Jazz a, a defensive guy. You know, yeah. most of the time, they, they those guys get lost. Yeah, I never see uh, Utah Jazz. Yeah, you're going to see some fans trying to berate, you know, NBA players NBA and players. stuff like that. That's right. a, again, after that whole, did you hear about that thing with Russell Westbrook? Yes, that was in Utah. Yeah, right? I, know, like, I know, but Utah's notorious for that well, kind of stuff the, happening Utah. with the fans, <laughs> right? Yeah, Mormon City. Um, uh, what was I going to say here? So Houston and Utah—they're uh, basically going into the season playing as well as possible overall for like the last twenty games going into Absolutely. the playoffs. Yeah, they've both been playing really well. Um, what were you going to say, Mikey? I thought you were going to say something. No, I was just—I was going to say that I have to pick Houston. In and yeah, one. me too. I'm picking Houston in this one too. Right. Okay. Uh, what four two? The Jazz were yeah. playing really well going into the regular season, winning 13 of the last five, 15 one. games. I think they are four one, <laughs> five one. I meant but, five games. But what's really interesting about this is that it it sets up a Houston Golden State second round, which everyone thought would be a Western, Conference, Western Conference final. As long as yeah. they play each other, I don't even care. But again, dude, what's more advantageous to Houston playing Golden State? Would you rather see them in the second round or see them in the in the well? It might be conference a, final. A, Depending on Curry's status for the second yeah, round, it yeah, might yeah. be advantageous for, Fair enough. for the Rockets. It's a good point. Especially also with Chris Paul. Like, he want to have Chris Paul as right. fresh as possible. It's a good point, man. Yeah, right. man. Okay. All right. So so what's your prediction for the series? What do you say? 4-1. 4-1 who? Houston? Yeah. Obviously. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going 4-2 yeah. Houston. I would say 4-2 Houston as well. Okay. So game one for Houston and Utah. Game one goes Sunday, 9.30 p.m. Game two is Wednesday, April 17th at 9 30 p.m so that's a bit of a break big break between uh, game one and game two yeah it's a nice break eh? oh, man. get into the gym and all right yeah, so that's gonna be great um looking forward to the western conference i think again the the first round for the western conference looks far more unpredictable than the eastern conference uh, i would agree yeah. yeah i would agree it's more of a battle more of like battleground kind of like free for all in a sense the, well the, the teams were were closer in, in the eastern conference the bottom of the east was really close but the top it was exciting. That's that was yeah. all part of the excitement of the regular season for me this year. I really didn't expect to be as entertained during the regular season because I had the mentality you know of I, you know, let's just get to the playoffs. That's I can, all I cared about. Yeah. I contribute that to the new you know uh, contract because they're shorter contracts now. So like Lowry only had a three year, you know, instead yeah. of not it's not as many five year deals. Anymore. But that's the players flexing their strength that's what and I mean. being wanting to have the leverage in that's, terms of and always so, and so they should yeah. it puts they, the pressure on the organization to keep trying to exactly. keep the team yep. as like good as possible I, like I agree so yeah i'm fine with all of that and what actually i will say this on um a side effect coming off of golden state being who they are it's made all the teams step there like everyone it's like an arms race basically yep. in the nba which has been for the last couple of years so now, even if LeBron had stayed in the Eastern Conference, Milwaukee would still be the team that they are this year. I think Toronto would still be the team that they are this year. I think it would, they would have even been more motivated to do the Kawhi, the Rosen trade had LeBron still been in the Eastern Conference. So they wanted that, I'm well, sure. Well, and also it doesn't matter as long Phil, as we make Philadelphia. It. They are tooled up completely. They are tooled up, and so are so are, um, But. Okay, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, sure. And also, who's the last? Boston, obviously. We saw what Boston did without Kyrie. So everyone's thinking, conventional thinking throughout the NBA was with Kyrie, that team would have been super lethal. 
but they've had their own internal issues throughout yeah. the regular season, which is... I, I've never been a huge Boston fan. And never, right. Just the franchise. Never mind the... I hate but, Boston. Fuck no, those guys. As you, but as you said earlier, like, a lot is riding for Boston in right these now, playoffs. Right now. Right yeah, now. Because if, if they don't play well... Well, that's the thing. Time, whereas last summer, Ooh. it seemed like they were in, like, a super position. Like, well, right? everyone picked but them like, to win the East. No, but, right. but even beyond that, even with their draft picks and all of that, but, like... It's funny how things could change in, like, one flip, even with Philly, too. We'll talk about this sure. when we okay. get to them. So, obviously, we're going to talk about the Raptors. We're saving the Raptors for last in case you couldn't tell. <laughs> Why <laughs> would we do that? The podcast. Why, of course, I want you guys to listen till the very end. But um, everything we talked about the regular season, the offseason, and we saw how well the team played with or without Kawhi being on the floor and the multiple amount of um, – lineup changes that we saw in terms of starting lineups. I said, that, I think it's 22. Right? Yeah, that Nick Nurse had to do in order to, lot, to get man. through the season. And they still wound winning. They won 58? Yeah, 58. NBA second best record so, in the NBA. And I kind of, here on your podcast, I kind of wanted to bring up, um, we did a, like a prediction at the beginning of the year, and I kind of want to go back. And sure. Oh, because he picked over 60 wins. I think I picked no, but but he so was, you won this last year. I I got it on the nose. This but Mikey year is, was Mikey was big. right. Yeah. He was right. You you. The only reason why they won fifty eight games is because they did not care about the regular season this oh, year. So that doesn't matter. The record, but still the record. I understand what the record is. But I'm what I'm saying though yeah. is that if suppose they their yeah, priorities they were um, yeah. if their priorities were a little shiftier towards like what if they even said they oh my god they let's, could have sixty three wins they would have had oh, sixty five yeah, sure. wins this year they would have had sixty five easily Man. the amount of games that they they really took nights off for Kyle Lowry and Kawhi Leonard when he could have played absolutely um they, I'm okay with it though like if yeah, I want to argue that's, about, that's thing. about but, this thing I'm fine but with that's them ex- sitting them, man. but Whatever. my point yeah. my point exactly being is that they didn't care about the regular season they were one game short of their team record yeah they easily could have won 63 64 games this year so it definitely feels different this year with this team Not i don't see how it wouldn't it doesn't feel different no okay the, the, the record feels the same the record's the record record doesn't even but matter no, but that's what i mean i agree with you in the, in the sense that it doesn't matter in the long term the real season starts now yeah, yeah exactly that's and that's always been the mentality of of the organization with Masai. nick nurse has said it publicly we're going to be judged by what we do in the playoffs yeah, but- and that's what I like about this year because that's how it felt. Like so, this but you, but you season... even you even made the mention, and I have to point this out because it's true. Like the regular season matters, man. So fifty-eight wins is fifty-eight wins. If you had sixty-three, now you're the best team in the NBA. That's fine, but you understand the, what it's so it depends the, on what your priorities yeah, are. But, yeah, the Raptors the understand and they know the narrative around them is they're not. Nobody cares what they do during the regular I agree. season. Yeah. I don't. The, the yeah. Raptors have been there, <laughs> done that. Right. The Golden State Warriors a few years had the NBA best ever record, and they lost in the finals. Sure. What does that I, record I, mean? I almost feel like that same as we were talking about the Kawhi. I think that was meant to happen, man. That was God saying, yeah, you yeah. think you're getting Jordan's record. Good luck. Right. You. Okay. So, <laughs> well, that's the point. Why go all out in the, in the regular season? So the team does feel different this year. I think we can all say that For sure. in agreement. So uh, let's they're, listen. They're the best Raptors team they've ever had. Ever. Before, let's listen ever. to a little audio of Rachel Nichols from ESPN talking with Scottie Pippen, the legend. Scotty Pippen and Brian Windhorst about the Raptors and how they feel different this year. These Raptors are different is a sentence we have heard many times in the last couple of years. Do you feel like these Raptors are different? Uh, I do feel like they're different. I mean, they got one of the finals MVPs on their team and you don't become a finals MVP by accident. You know how to win basketball games and you know what to do in the stretch of basketball games. So with, with Kawad on his team, he's definitely changed the whole onslaught where they were a year ago. Uh, I want, 
I want to be the first one to say that this won't be the Raptor team that gets to the finals or gets deep into the Eastern Conference finals and lose four games in a row. Right. They're more competitive defensively. They're more geared in to stopping you. So I expect this team to make the Eastern some, Conference some finals. Scotty Pippen level defense, one-on-one -on -one defense that Kawhi was playing on Kevin <laughs> last night. Yes, it was And great. that's not something that the Raptors ever, ever had ever had before. <laughs> it's so true. It's so yep. true. They're, that yep. conversation they were having was after the first win that the Raptors had against the Golden State Warriors, where yeah. like Kawhi and KD went just man on man, yeah. like toe to toe. Right. Yep. And again, we've never had a player like Kawhi on the team before to be able to do exactly that. Two ways, not just yeah. on one side, on both sides Listen, of the ball. And, and we again, we always we talked about this earlier, but we forget that Danny Green was. You know, an all first team defensive player. Yep. Marcus yep. was an all first team defensive player. There's yep. like, the, they're legit on that end of the floor. Yeah. And, and like Dwayne Casey, as much as I hated Dwayne Casey, he brought and instilled a defensive mindset mm -hmm. in those in those that group of people. Never mind Danny Green, but the people that were there before. So they're not those those star defensive players. But they already had it in them, and now you bring in guys like Danny and Kawhi and Mark, and and now all of a sudden you're you know you're arguably one of the top three best defensive teams now in the NBA. Absolutely. Okay. Plus, plus we're not even talking about Siakam. Like everyone's talking about him being most improved player. It's on both sides on of both the court. On both ends of the floor, yep. for sure. Okay. So we we will save the Raptors for yep. last, gentlemen. So let's get into the Eastern <laughs> Conference. We are starting with number one, the Milwaukee Bucks. This is the only team in the East that scares the shit out of the me. The Greek freak. Yeah, th these guys legit scare me. Really? So number one, well, we'll get into it. Milwaukee Bucks finished the regular season with 60 wins, 60 22 wins, yeah. losses, 60 and 22. Yep. Detroit finished the season at 41 and 41. All right, so I they were the eighth seed. But during the series of the regular season, the Bucks swept them. Mm -hmm. One four, no nothing. surprise there. All no right, shock. so um, right now Blake Griffin is injured. injured. He's hurt. He's got a hurt knee. He's he, still playing, but yeah. I... He, well, here's the thing. He missed four of the last seven games yeah. yep. um, during the regular season. He's got a sore left knee. He tried to give it a go uh, the game before the last game of the season. He, he was bad. not yeah. good. So they sat him for the last game of the which regular is, season. Which is a huge thing because that was a do-or-die game. If they, they lose it, yeah, they're not making right. the playoffs. Exactly. So him right. sitting that game is very telling. Yeah, yes. I agree. So the thing, though, I and I'll ask you guys, um, a healthy Blake Griffin, does that make a difference? Yes. Okay. It makes a difference, but Milwaukee would still win. Does it make a difference in terms of how the series? Yes. But you, okay, so I, I think if Blake, if Blake Griffin plays, this is where I was going to say oh, I'm, I'm, I'm picking the underdog again. This is the ace. Oh, really? If, if Blake is healthy, I think that in seven games – because of the we as we talked about before the the non-experience factor right i think that that detroit has like man's up enough against them i'm not listen nobody can stop be honest his 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 point about they put this guy on me they put that guy mm. on me i'm unstoppable i'm not arguing that he is so let's talk about that being unstoppable or not with Giannis. and i have never figured out how to pronounce his last name so i only that's, that's it's a kumpo well, we, okay. we had a lot of practice <laughs> okay. we, got, we have it now <laughs> okay well um zone defense seems to be the bucks crypt tonight gentlemen so um because uh, they can't shoot, really, they can shoot threes. I'm surprised. No, but at they, Tentacumpo, that's can't that's shoot that's the that's the difference, and that's this is what I want to get to because the the only chance that an eighth seed would have against uh, Milwaukee would be to probably play more zone defense than what they usually play. 
Um, overall, the uh, the season, the Greek Freak, he averaged 27.7 points, 12.5 rebounds, 5.9 assists. I think he's the MVP of... I would um, pick him. I would pick him for Harden, MVP. I think I have to. I, I think I'd pick Harden. But... Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Listen, yeah, I won't be can, angry you, either you way. You pick Harden and I'd be fine. Right? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm not going to squawk if they pick Harden, exactly. but I would like to see Anna. Me too. Ad- it takes Greek freak. I'm just going to say Greek freak. Okay, so here's the thing. that Everyone knows that's the one weakness in his game is that he doesn't have an outside jump shot, right? The Bucks turnover percentage. But everyone else on his team can. That's why I'm saying I'm surprised that when you say that because the killer, the zone killer is a three-point shot. Well, listen to the numbers then because the Bucks turnover percentage against the zone is 13.4%, which was the worst in the NBA. Wow, that's high, man. And all the teams played more zone than usual when they played really? the Bucks. Um, Giannis sense. turned the ball over nearly a quarter of the time Cause maybe against the, the zone. Because maybe ball out of his hands. Man. Yeah, well, yeah, he turned the ball over a quarter of the time against the zone, which doubled his usual rate. So he turned the ball over more playing against zones. Wow. I, it must be they just want the ball out of his hands. Right. And that's the only well, thing I can think of. All I'm saying, sorry to bring it back to the Raptors, but that fares very well for the Raptors <laughs> if they face up against He's the all He's all thinking all Raptors. But like, the, yeah. back to the matter at hand. But, this is, but that seems to be the kryptonite for the Milwaukee Bucks is to if you're going to have a shot against them, especially if you're an eighth seed being Detroit, yep. play zone. Um, so we'll see. So we, are we going to have to pick your number, right? So I said if Blake is if Blake plays and he's yeah. healthy, like right. I want him a hundred percent healthy before sure. I make this. But then it's I think Detroit in seven. Wow. If, okay. If Blake, if Blake is healthy, bold. wow. If okay. Blake we'll is healthy. If Blake if, is healthy, yeah, I would not, say four two. If Blake <laughs> is not healthy, it's it's four one. Four one four nothing or whatever. Um, Mikey, if Blake is healthy, I'm saying four one. And if he's not well, wow. there's an obvious answer. To that. <laughs> right, right, right. There's nowhere else to go <laughs> if he's not healthy. I, I could be very 4-1. wrong on both of my if, underdog if picks. If not but... healthy, Bucks in three. Okay. <laughs> All right. So game one for uh, Milwaukee and Detroit goes down uh, Sunday, 7 o'clock. And game two is Wednesday, April 17th at uh 8 p.m so they it'll be a couple days off too that yeah. will be an interesting everyone, everyone uh, series time off. You see that? in the first round first yeah round, yeah, yeah. that's a that's a big break is... in between the games um yeah 8 p.m wednesday this sunday coming up sunday 7 p.m okay moving on uh number three or why were we going three? Oh, that's right that's why <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> that's you right. know why yeah that's why i'm going three okay so number three we're looking at the philadelphia 76ers they finished the regular season at 51 and 31 against the brooklyn nets super exciting team i love this team uh, they finished at forty-two and forty. They actually split the regular season series yeah. at two-two. Um, all right. So right now, though, there's a little worry in Sixers land. Joel Embiid, his uh, knee is a little sore right now, yep. uh, so he may be missing at least the first game of the. Uh, they, of the it's probably going to be more than one, I think. Maybe uh, they they're not going to take any chances. Yeah, they don't want to. Would you? No, I absolutely would not. Trust the process. Listen to this guy's numbers during the regular season: twenty-seven point five points, thirteen point six rebounds, three point seven assists, one point nine blocks. Process, and that's all in thirty-three point seven minutes per game this year. His numbers are He's off a the bad charts. dude. You know, I drafted him in fantasy when I traded him. Boo. Yeah, no, it, it screwed me because mm. I traded him for AD. Oh, oh yeah. that's uh, yeah. well, how, you well, didn't know. How could you how know? could I know? Right? How could you know? Um, it was a fair trade at the time. <laughs> but yeah. here's the thing: if they do choose to sit um, Embiid uh, this series because of his bad knee, uh, that's not actually a good look for them against this team in particular, Brooklyn. I think they might be able to get away with that with maybe some of the other lower seeded teams. 
but his numbers actually go up when he plays Brooklyn. He averages 30 points per game, 14.3 rebounds. That's insane. That's insanity. Yeah, in their 15, four, basically. Yeah, That's during, crazy. Yeah, during the regular season game. So it, he is important in terms of <laughs> you just don't you just don't replace those numbers no, when can. he's There's sitting no out. Yeah, um, so and the floor shrinks because. As we said, uh, Ben Simmons, he doesn't even venture taking any three-point shots. Did he take a three this year? I don't think so. Maybe it was two or three or something. But like, <laughs> should we look that up? We should. I, I know I, he didn't hit any. I know he didn't hit any. He's over if he did. But I, I mean, he might not have taken even one, yeah. which is terrible for a point guard, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's inconceivable. Like, was, it's, it's unacceptable. About that. Yeah. Like, you, to keep the, the in this defense day and age, honest. In yeah, this day and like, age, yeah. You need to at least hit. Like, you're expecting centers to hit one or two. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. Um, even, even Monroe hit well, That's hit what the I'm three, saying. So. Yeah, hit one by accident at least, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to pull up the 76ers here to take a look at their hey, numbers. Honestly, I'm. Think about. Think about. I think he may have only hit one three in his life, I think. <laughs> <laughs> think think about JV, who. Who really had absolutely no outside game yeah. past the free throw line? Well, Ben Simmons the led the team. You know, he- ben Simmons led the team in assists at seven point seven. Uh, Embiid again, his number is thirteen point six, and is uh, he led the team in points as well with his twenty seven point um yeah point five. That's but, not surprising. Okay, trying to pull up Ben Simmons here. Let's see if uh, he took a three this zero percent zero. It doesn't matter. The point is he never hit one. So yeah. Regardless, if he even shot one, if it's one. Okay, three, so he hasn't three. hit one three all year. All year. Yeah. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, it's terrible. They're still favored yeah, to he, win the series. He took a couple. He attempted a couple, but oh, did you see that? Yeah, I saw like the point two something attempts there. Okay. Oh, he yeah. took one. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, there you go. He took one, one he three, took one. yeah, on April 1st, 2019. So he took yeah. it at the end of the season just to shoot one. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, wait, no. That was the last five games. Sorry. That was uh, – maybe he took so, one. So, yeah, he took at least at least one, though. So. He took at least one this year. But, <laughs> but didn't um, hit one. No. Yeah, but I I do think um, it makes the series more competitive, obviously. It almost – it's moot to say that without Joel Embiid. But I just think against Brooklyn, they might need him a little more so than maybe if they were playing I one agree. of the – seven or eight seeds Brooklyn yeah, doesn't and, scare me at all but I think without Embiid like they're gonna really give yeah well, they're gonna give run for yeah, their money for sure. away. I think, seriously yeah so I mean if you're looking at this series without Embiid I think it could go seven seven Be, who do you think could, wins I'll, I'll still say Philly I still have to say Philly because they're ah uh, yeah I be, do too, I even think. behind Embiid they yeah. have a stacked I, roster I agree well, but, I don't know. Their bench sucks. But man. but Brooklyn is feisty. That's their they're weakness. Very though. feisty team. That's their weakness is that they don't have a deep bench. But their team is better still. Yeah, uh, I I think same thing. It'll I, be an exciting if, series. If, though. if Embiid plays, I think it's like four one. If he doesn't, yeah. If he doesn't, same thing. They win in seven. Okay. All right. Well, game one for Philadelphia and Brooklyn goes Saturday two thirty p.m. That's usually when the Raptors would be playing. They always give the Raptors the earliest start <laughs> the possible. First, I don't yeah, understand why game. that's happened. So when I saw that 5 o'clock start, it was like joyous. I was like, wow. I get to amazing. watch the first half. Yeah. It's okay. Um, <laughs> so game one, again, between Philadelphia and Brooklyn goes Saturday, 2.30. Game two is Monday, April 15th at 8 o'clock p.m. Nice. All right. This is going to be an interesting series. Number four, Boston Celtics. They finished this uh, regular season with 49 wins, 33 losses against the number five seed, Indiana Pacers, at 48 and 34. And the Celtics did win the regular series, season series, three to one. Yeah. 
You know, but I'm a, I'm an Indiana fan here. I, I kind of want I'm rooting for them. Oh, I'm, I, I'm absolutely. I, I got, just don't like Boston. I got okay. Now that besides that, yeah. I, I'm saying it's basketball. Never mind, is the franchise because I, you know the Oladipo when he went down. Well, Did you, you see you, that happen? You no, know, but I'm, I'm going to tell yeah, you a little backstory. Against Toronto. So, <laughs> again, yeah, fantasy, fantasy quickly. Like him and I were on a, in a fantasy league together. Yeah. And, and I was breaking him for Oladipo from the beginning and of the season. I'm like, trade me him. Like, Oladipo and I trade me, one of my breadwinners throughout me, the trade season. Me. I kept offering him guys, kept offering him guys. Finally, he comes uh, comes to me and says, here's a trade that I'll take for Oladipo. I don't even remember who it was. I bet you do. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'll do it. Let's do it. The next, he it, he played one game and he was barely played any minutes. The second game, boom, he was out. Wow. <laughs> Just in time. That's crazy. But Boston, we all know the... Uh, but screw Boston. Yeah. Well, like, I'm not a fan of Boston. I would love Indiana to win this series, but um, I, I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, no Oladipo. It would have been... Even though Smart, I think Smart is... He's out as well. He is. He's going to be out for at, few, at least the first series, I think. You're yeah, saying maybe a, even two. Celtics guard uh, Marcus Smart, he suffered a torn oblique. Oh, and so he, he, could, he could be sidelined for at least the first two rounds of the two playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. And he is like integral to their team. Like yeah, he's their defense. Sure. Yeah, yeah, he's the, he's, he's the right. team Ray Lewis, basically. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he suffered that injure, injury Sunday in their loss against Orlando in the last game of the regular season. And that's the worst thing. Listen, th- yeah. they have bad luck because they, but sometimes you bring your own luck to you, right? right. And their franchise has been in disarray the whole right. season. Yeah. And, I, and I'm not condoning injuries, but I mean, shit happens, man. Look what happened to the <laughs> no. Look what happened to the Raptors last game of the season, last season, uh, last season. Van Vliet went down. Right? I know. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So yeah, and that's the thing too. The lo- the other game last uh, the last game against Minnesota. I every single time Kawhi even drove, I was like par- petrified, just terrified. <laughs> I was like, why are these guys playing? That's why don't what we I'm just... saying. You sat them how many games yeah, and now I, you're playing? I was, I was like, like of all the doing? games for you guys to not do the load management thing, this was not the game. I was a little like shocked about I couldn't that, believe yeah, he was playing. Well, the things that, I mean, you have to play the game, you know? Right. Like, it doesn't matter. They Minnesota sat like nine guys or yeah. something like but they, that. they yeah. kept their numbers their minutes light but i was just flabbergasted that he was even playing at Agreed. all Me i thought too. they were just going to run the last five guys you off the bench for 48 minutes who cares because at that point the record didn't well we got through the game we fine. survived guys yeah, we, it was made okay. it. we made it all right so boston indiana they go down sunday game yeah. one is sunday at 1 p.m for nothing Oh, you're saying really? the series four nothing? Maybe four one for Boston. Really? Boston yeah. really? I say four. I say if, four two. Really? I, I just I wow. I don't know, man. I listen. I don't okay. like. I don't want Boston to win. I want Indiana four to win. nothing. Really? I, I think wow. it's not even going to be close. And what do you I say, think Mikey? it's going to be close, man. I think this is going. I hope you're right, but I don't think. I think so. it depending again. I, it's hard. I think it could go seven games. Really? Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't. I think depending because no if, if Indiana yeah. goes hard, I which they could. can. Remember last last season. You condone gambling yes. on your podcast. Remember, <laughs> well, remember last season? Why yes. Not? Yes, they did have Oladipo, but like even beyond Oladipo, like they pushed Listen, Cleveland to the no, very but last nobody, shot. Nobody thought that that you know Indiana was going to even be where they are after even Oladipo. Ap- exactly. I, I'm not knocking them. I they're a really good team. Right. I just think Boston. Like they were picked to be the number one team in the East. Yeah, they're, and they're, they're for, dysfunctional. But no, the Lakers are picked it. to be. But, but, but where the Lakers playoffs picked? are a whole new time now. I know. Yeah, the, the, true. the thing, though, is that because they're a dysfunctional time. team and you see what happens when things don't go well for them, it's magnified even more in the playoffs. Yes. So if things don't go well for yep. them 
that dysfunction will show its ugly yep. face. If they lose game one or somehow Believe they just blow them okay. out. But once again, it's a whole have different way story. way more talent. Okay. Well, Boston, again, Boston, Indiana goes game one Sunday, 1 p.m. Game two is Wednesday, April 17th at 7 p.m. Jeez. All right. Big, so, I like those big gaps. Yeah. In the first so, yeah. right. Okay. So before we uh, get back into the, before we finish this off with the Raptors, yeah. we're just going to kind of recap real quick the playoffs. First Western Conference. Uh, Golden State, number one, Los Angeles Clippers, eight. And your pick, again, we'll just say our picks one more time for the series. You say? Uh, it's Golden State, obviously. No, yeah. but number four. I was four nothing. Mikey? Whatever. Yeah, I think I was giving I was giving a gentleman's sweep, so I think it was a 4-1 for okay, Golden 4-1. State. 4-1. Okay, so the second series, and again, game one is Saturday, 8 p.m. Denver, San Antonio, uh, first game is Saturday, 10.30 p.m., and you say the series is? I think I said it was 4-1 or 4-2. Yeah, or it doesn't something. matter. It's whatever you think. I say think, it again uh, now. Yeah, you can change four, your mind. You're four, allowed to change your mind. I think it's 4-2. Okay. Yeah, I go Nuggets. Nug- uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, Nuggets in six. Okay, Nuggets in six. All right. So uh, the three-seed Portland is uh, going up against the number six-seed Oklahoma City Thunder. Without Nurkic. Yeah, without Nurkic. Game yeah. one goes down Sunday, 3.30 p.m. I picked the underdog this time. I said I'm going to take Portland in seven. Portland's the three-seed, and they're the it. underdog. Let's it's crazy. It. What do you say, yeah, Mikey? I'm saying OKC, maximum six. I'm, a, I'm even feeling kind of a five right now, but I'll, I'll say six. I'll say <laughs> okay. six. All right. And then uh, Houston Rockets, Utah. Game one, Sunday, 9.30 p.m., you say? Uh, what did I say it was? Doesn't matter. You can yeah, change your mind. 4-1, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah I agree. 4-1, Houston. I think that's what I said. I agree. All right. For the Eastern Conference, game one between Milwaukee and Detroit goes down Sunday, 7 o'clock. Who do you pick? We ha- okay, so yeah. we, we just talked we, about Yeah, it. but so as we, it depends. Yeah, that one's conditional. conditional. Yeah, okay. You know, Blake, Blake If Blake plays, I say Detroit in seven. If he doesn't play... And I'm talking, you, you're getting the Max Blake, right? Right. If not, 4-1. Okay. Philadelphia. Milwaukee. And Mikey. Yeah, and I said 4-1 Max. That's if Blake plays. <laughs> okay. If he doesn't play, then just cancel the series. It's up to people. <laughs> if, they, if you guys want to rewind and see if they're not saying what they said earlier before. Um, okay. Philadelphia, Brooklyn, uh, Saturday, 2.30 p.m. I think I said 4-2, and I stand sure. by that. Well, the, well, with Embiid, right. we were saying if if Embiid plays, then it's it changes the whole narrative of the series. For sure, play. Right. obviously yeah, that yeah. goes without saying. But um, I'm still gonna say four two though. I think that's yeah. I think Mikey. four two is a pretty safe, okay. a safe prediction. And Boston, Indiana, we just spoke about two seconds right. ago. So let's let's do it now, boys. Here all right, it here this it is. This is it. This is what all we've right. all been waiting for. All right, get ready yeah. for three hours of talk. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're going to spend the last uh, portion, the biggest portion of the the podcast now, of course, talking about the Raptors. Toronto Raptors. This is what we do. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is, is this it. is what so, we do. Let me let me drink some water first. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, you want to get settled in? I just finished everything. I'm good to go. Okay, Let's sure. So started. the Raptors at the number two seed. They finished the regular season at 58 and 24 against number seven Orlando Magic. They finished their season at 42-40. Yeah, there's DeMar doing his thing. Was the, we just watching some stuff in the studio. That was the and greatest highlight of his last season. And that was the, that was the last best season. DeMar's oh. last season best play. Yeah, sure. yeah, we were talking about the dunk and the, the, the dunk Detroit and foul. detonation. In, in, yeah, in Detroit. But they still wound up losing. the Or they won the game in They overtime, won that game, though. Yeah. But it went to overtime. Yeah. Um, okay, so Toronto and Orlando, they finished the regular season 2-2. Two and two. They split it. But that comes with a caveat. Because those two losses, Kawhi didn't play in one of them, Kyle didn't play in the other one. 
So, you know. Plus, I don't even think we had Gasol. And Van, I don't think Van Vliet didn't and play The team one was probably games. different at that time. No yeah. I think Ibaka didn't play one of those games. Yeah, JV we've never, was We've injured. never, ever had yeah. a, a full roster. Right. All season, for the, the most whole, part. Yeah, I know, but I'm Especially saying against specifically Orlando. against Orlando. Yeah. yeah. Um, Toronto being 58 at 24, and I say that's light work. Because, yep. like I said before... If they actually their priorities were all about the playoffs this year, hence load management gate and yeah. everything else that they did in terms of switching up the lineup you every make year. It sounds so bad. People <laughs> were freaking out all season about because yeah. they don't know basketball. I guess so. I don't know. It annoyed me all. No, the but same. even even a lot of the people talking heads on TV were making a big. Yeah, deal you know about what? It. You know, I heard someone saying about. I hear what you're saying. Even like yeah. you know who my least favorite commentator of all NBA. Who's that, Paul Pierce? No, you know oh. what? But he played for that. <laughs> day, but he, but he's for that team, Boston Celtics. Brian Scalabrini. Oh, you know who Brian Scalabrini? I love Brian. Scalabrini. And he was just yeah. talking about this the other uh, day. I love that dude, man. I can't stand it. Yeah. Okay, I'm okay with it. I'm okay. Well, game one for the Raptors and Magic go down Saturday, five p.m. Game two is Tuesday, April sixteenth at eight p.m. All right. So Orlando is one of just eight teams this season. To have won at the ACC or Scotiabank Arena, I should say, yeah. uh, this season. Good slip up. Well, and it's I still call uh, Rogers Center Skydome. Sky, uh, yeah, we, I will always call it Skydome. We will always. That's one place. It's the Skydome. You know why? Skydome. Our generation watched the Jays win. Okay, yeah. That's why. in the Skydome. In the Skydome. <laughs> I guess so. That's Skydome. why. That it's might be. That's probably the reason why. Um, you so know why? Because it's the Skydome. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, Orlando is one of seven teams to have beaten Toronto twice this season. Yep. As well. That's too. nice. Yeah. Congratulations. Good, for them. Good, for them. <laughs> Good job, guys. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. So what do you, what's your uh, overall impression of what you think will happen in this series? Leo Routon said that he was the, oh, so scared to play Orlando. This this out of all I'm, the three matchups, actually, for me, this is my least worried. I'm yeah. saying baby food. That's baby food. I'm me too. Yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> me too. I'm really not worried about Orlando. Nah, man, for, me too. For this series. We're just, if you look at the matchups, we're going to eat them alive, man. Yeah. I think. Like, it oh, seems no. like it to me. No, we will. And, not and just if that, we don't, and, then there's problems beyond anything that we're in. And the difference now, I, I just, if you were to do the whole thing about what do you give the edge to team versus team, point guard to point guard, shooting guard to shooting there's guard, no and comparison. so forth. But when you get to head comparison between Nick Nurse to, and I can't even think of what the Orlando Magic's <laughs> is, uh, head coach name? name is right now. It's uh, escaping me. This. I don't know, though. <laughs> but yeah. I'm just saying, like, right now, all Nick Nurse is doing right now is just game planning for one team now. You now get to focus, focus lock in your whole it, yeah. thing on this one for team over to a prepare. Week, right? about a week, right? Well, See, less well, than a week. Just under less a week. Than a, no, it's not a week, per se, because they just found out yesterday. Yeah, but... No, but they... they even no, already, nurse, nurse had mentioned even, like, a few weeks back, he had... Well, each, what what teams he do? Six, he had six teams they were scouting each. Right, uh, yeah. assistant coach but that's what team. all teams do for the most part is, especially when they know it's coming down to between two teams. They have their assigned assigned for head sure. coaches to Scouts start to preparing for those teams. Absolutely. But now they're all focusing on this one team, so I think that also gives Toronto the edge against Orlando. I don't know if you know this, but the, the Toronto Raptors have the most uh, coaches. On any, they on have a any team NBA of team. coaches. It's Fifteen. Oh, I didn't coach. know yeah, that. They, have a, they literally have a coach a player. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Oh, I didn't even <laughs> realize they that. need their own jet, basically. Which, which uh, you know, is a a knock at Nick Nurse, but at the same time, it's not. That's the thing. Is it's, it a knock at Nick Nurse? Well, Popovich only has two. 
Well, that's good for him. I know, but I'm just that's what I mean. You're looking at best coaches or whatever, comparing coaches. Like, well, I'm just saying you know, in, in this matchup in particular, Orlando versus I, I Toronto, think it, I give the edge to Nick Nurse, who's now, like I said, the, all the team they're all focused now on Orlando. So I, I don't think people will get distracted by the two and two regular season. Like like Mikey said, it's it's baby food. <laughs> Toronto's yeah. playing chess and Orlando's yeah. playing checkers, man. Yeah. It's, Honestly, it's it's just not the, the the actual team itself. There's just no comparison. Man. Right. Yeah. And as Kawhi has been saying throughout the regular season, the regular season is just a practice. So when so do you basically see him now? exactly that basically yeah. means what you've seen from Kawhi is just practice Kawhi. <laughs> right. So, so real time Kawhi we talking about practice. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. no, honestly, he now he's gonna he's gonna be really dialed in now more so than he was. He he was just tuning up for the during the regular season. I agree, yeah. and I think, but uh, Marcus is the same thing. Yeah, everyone was knocking him, but I was like, just wait and watch, man. And the thing about Gasol, that's, that's another it. thing too. I was really frustrated about the talk that I was hearing about Marcus Hall from People Fairweather talk, fans People because. Talk. They were so in love with JV. I'm in love with JV. Yeah, I love yeah, JV. JV can be the most is the most dominant player in the NBA when he's on and healthy. Yeah, Problem we is, saw that. He's in, not, but he's not the smartest. The, he's the, not the best passer. He's that's not what the, I was going to. And he doesn't have the experience that Gasol has. But Gasol, Gasol has like serious experience and the winning. Yeah, yeah like I'm so thrilled about Marcus All being on the team for this playoff run. Me like too. I'm ecstatic about that. It, it really helps he, us, man. Yeah, he helps the ball move better. He's, he's a, a I think that's, guard at that position. I think that's his single yeah. most like asset, most important asset sh- that he brings. I agree. He's a better shooter than JV was. He's, he's, he's that he's, I don't know, bro. I'm not sure about percentage-wise. I think he's a much I'm more sure reliable outside shooter. Outside, so that's, I'd say that's, reliable, that's yeah. yeah, but that's what I mean. Oh, like he's a, uh, he stretches the floor way oh, more than uh, JV agreed, does. Agreed. But I, when yeah. you said shooting, I just thought you meant from the field. Yeah. Which, which JV is a master for percentages. He shoots yeah, no, but a high I'm, percentage but, in the free yeah, throw. Line know, but I'm talking about when you want to stretch the floor. And again, they were they they got him in particular thinking about Joel Embiid, and then down the road to Marcus Cousins. He's not like the problem with JV was it was on the defensive end. He's not a liability, but he's no Marcus All. Yeah, Marcus All's yeah. a much better defensive <laughs> player. Yes, no I just don't understand how people were so. Um, it's the Joel well, Embiid factor, like you said, well, or right. Giannis factor. They needed somebody to bang with him that can and draw them in out defense and, 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 and draw. Yeah, that's the thing. I think that's the most important thing because I think JV can bang with them, but to draw them yeah. out, that's the most important. Right, thing. right, and uh, of course too, we're gonna see a dialed in Kawhi, but um. I don't know if you guys know today, um, Serge Ibaka dropped his How Hungry Are You? Yes, I With never Kawhi, got a chance. I haven't seen it I never got I knew it was off, but I'm here earlier. We, we have to listen to a bit of this because um, I love Serge for the fact that he didn't even beat around the bush. Oh, to he, ask I knew he asked. He asked. I are know. you he's, staying or going? So he's, let's he's just, a marketing master, do I have to say that? Yeah, let's listen to I just, know he asked that. <laughs> let's listen to this uh, snippet from uh, Serge Ibaka's um, How Hungry Are You? with Kawhi that he just dropped today. Bro, are you coming back? <laughs> wow. Next year? What type of question is that? <laughs> it's a question. You want me to, to say that in English or Spanish? <laughs> you can understand? Okay. And in Spanish. You say you like Spanish. Vas a volver el próximo año? After the season's up. <laughs> so do you understand the Spanish, right? Perfect. Mm-hmm. So, are you coming back? <laughs> sure. I don't know yet. You don't know yet? Bro, you know, I be, I be working so hard. <laughs> to make you feel comfortable. <laughs> yeah. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Wow. So I had to double my work then because I've been tra- be working so hard to make you feel comfortable here mm. with us so you can stay in for next after, after this season. <laughs> so and you better, brother. 
African, French, yeah. Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. How many languages does he speak? He knows like I think it's five. Yeah, I think it's five. Right. But it really, his his accent reminds me so much of Haitian speaking English. Okay. It, I don't know why. I guess it hmm. just it's really. If similar. anyone would know, it's, you would know. No, but see, that's it. Maybe it's, it's the mixture because of the Creole sign, yeah. right? So right. It, it makes sense. It's just it's. A, I love the accent, and I like Serge Ibaka as a guy. Never mind as a player. I I, I was happy when he came to Toronto. Oh, I was yeah. thrilled. Yeah. I, yeah. I just didn't like again to. I didn't know Getting how good of, he would be in terms of. Actually, we did see it some of the time when JV went down. But I didn't. A, that's another reason why I give Nick, Nick uh, so much credit. I actually wanted to touch on that exactly. Yeah, I give yeah. him so much credit for having the gumption to start Surge and sit JV in terms of bringing him off of the bench. Yeah, and he it just, had to do that, though. but it, because his again, game, no, so efficient, it, he had to change sense. his game playing aside JV. And again, it just speaks to how well Nick Nurse kind of yeah. understands the skill sets and of the players he's working yeah, with. Yeah, even, and even and even bringing Mark Gasol in now and somehow putting. Ibaka on the bench where previously he hadn't flourished, but look at him now. He's still flourishing off the bench. Absolutely. Because his role doesn't change coming off of the bench exactly. now, unless, of course, he's playing with Mark, but Mark is still the player that can play outside more so than what JB could. Yeah, which is why they complement each other a little better. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just again, I'm so super thrilled with it. So. Me too, man. I, I think with Serge's resurgence again, <laughs> I think that like it, it shows that the, the Raptors have a guy at the, the rim who can intimidate people. Right. And like the last time they had that was maybe Biz, you know, and right. and and look, they won two games against Cleveland. Yeah, and another big thing you know? about Ibaka this season is that he can still hit the three, but he's not taking it as often his, because he's, yeah, exactly. he's playing more of a mid-range game. Exactly. Which exactly. I think suits yeah. him better. Yes. It does. It absolutely he's, does. It's not that he can't hit the three, but I cringe a little bit when he shoots the three. Well, well so last season, yeah, he was but chucking it, them up. This season, his threes only really come from the natural – Flow, flow of yeah. what happens yeah. with I'm, the ball that's movement, why I'm fine right? With it, so yeah. when he's open, yeah. he's he should take that shot, agreed, right? Agreed. But he's not forcing as many threes this season, and he's been playing more of a mid range game in terms of Lowry not having to work so much the score this season. He's been play- obviously he saw his assist go up this year. Well, so also speaking about Lowry, go ahead. I was saying that before. I think he's saving that for the playoffs. Maybe so I think you're going to see some games where Lowry really goes off. But again, the way the, the team points. the way the team is made up this year now, there's no pressure on him to be a scorer and that's, at all. That, you that have, makes it better. You have Kawhi, you have Danny Green, you I have Marcus Gasol. I, I think they need they need Lowry. He, I've said this for a couple of years. He's if the Raptors go as Lowry goes and even with DeMar right. and, and I'm going to say the same thing now with Kawhi. Kawhi is obviously the better player. There's no right. question. But it's just Lowry's the heart and soul of this team. I, I don't disagree with he, that. He needs for the Raptors to be really successful and go really deep and make it to the finals, and that's what we're hoping for here, right? right? He needs to average 15 points a game. But he mm. doesn't have the pressure with, of having to eight, eight assists. Like you, right? But, yet, they, but they can still 15. win games without him I having agree. to do that. Though. Uh, no, I agree. But as an average, he can't have two to four point games. And and the Raptors expect uh, to do he, well. He can have a two to four point game if he has a 12, 14 assist night, though, right? But I don't, I don't think that's going to happen in the playoffs anyway, because the bench is going to tighten up, and he's going to get a lot more minutes. So I feel I don't know about the fifteen. I don't necessarily think he needs to average a certain amount of points, but you will definitely see him scoring more. Does the team feel less deep to you guys oh, with yeah. the bench this Absolutely. year? As I said, I said to... it right from the yeah. Marcus yeah. Trade right when that happened, it made them way thinner. Yeah, but even not, not way, but not not, not worse. They're they're a better team. But in on the second unit, 
the, the Raptors' glaring weakness right now <clears throat> is that second unit can't score. And well, it's when they're all on well, at the same time. I, yes. Listen, even I, and I know the, that was your argument. Before, I think they will. And it's been a little bit better when Pascal's been playing with them because he can get his he can get his own like off his dribble. But the problem is the, the their backup point guard, if it's not Van Vliet, and lately they've been playing Van Vliet with mostly again, which they'll probably do in the playoffs with Lowry as the two one and two. Then if that's the case, yeah. you're leaving that break. For a guy like Jeremy Lin, who which I'm not it's a not, hater of Jeremy Lin, but he he's not consistent enough. I would yeah. think Patrick McCaw is further and, up the ladder, though, I, than Jeremy Lin. I agree, Lin for the and I hope you're right, rotation. especially for the defensive end of the floor. I hope you're correct. Right, and but even then, I don't want to see him get big minutes. Right. He should not get any more than maybe seven minutes a game. Yeah. Well, know? the Raptors need to play two starters at pretty much any point of the game in the playoffs. I I hope to you're get right. to where they want to go. I hope you're right. I don't, but at so far, Nick Nurse hasn't shown me that that's what he's. But that's doing. the regular what season. You, Honestly, I think. Short, what, I think what do you mean in you're going to shorten the bench no matter what. But he's he's saying that you're going to have two starters, major starters on the floor all the time. That's what Mikey is just saying yeah. now. Yeah. That's yeah. not what Nick Nurse. Is no, saying. no, that's what Mikey said. <laughs> okay, okay. And uh, but I, I was I'm hoping Nick Nurse. Said no, that. but I, <laughs> like, honestly, though, no, like I think in the regular season, again, he was treating it like practice. He was just seeing what works. I know a lot of people are getting mad. Oh, he's doing line changes and stuff, but he was just throwing things out there to see what they do. You know look what? At, the, at the end of the day, look at the record that they had. Dwayne Casey. 58 and 24. Dwayne Casey was like, uh, you know, last year, our, my biggest knock always on Dwayne Casey was his lineups, and they just didn't make sense to me, leaving certain guys on when he shouldn't have been, guys that, that were playing that in matchups that just didn't make any sense. And, and this reminds me of this situation where the last – couple weeks of the season and you could be right that that maybe it's just about trying different things but what scares me as as Nick Nurse being under Dwayne Casey is watching the way things have gone and and making some of those small mistakes that really cost you in the playoffs and and in the last two weeks it's like halfway through the the uh, third quarter all the way until two minutes uh, into the the fourth right. quarter you know, you're sitting. You're you, most of your starters. I if, think he's experimenting. Yeah, yeah I don't. If I don't that's think... really it, then I hope because then you're going to see two or three guys playing on the that are on the starting rotation with the yeah. bench. And if that happens, and yo, man, I, that's, that's what, if that really does happen, then we have a real legit shot. Yeah, okay, that's, we, that's, we will see. We're gonna eventually. We're getting close to ending the show, but we're gonna end the show with some audio from Nick Nurse talking about just what we've just been talking yeah. about right now. So we'll save that, but. Going back to the series, it, again, it'll be starting Saturday, 5 o'clock. Game 2 goes Tuesday, April 16th, 8 p.m. Pascal Siakam. Yes. Does he win him? I, yes. MIP. Most, despite Tracy McGrady and Richard Jefferson's rants, yes, he wins if, the MIP. If there is any like thought, again, if you watched Pascal Siakam at all this year, you can't. There's no doubt. There, there I shouldn't even not, be Not to knock DeAndre Russell. No, man. Don't get me wrong. I, like I'm, I like I like his progression. I love me, his progression. Me too, but, but he was also a lottery pick. Right. Yeah. Um, I feel like Pascal is actually the real X factor for this team. I think yes. there's no question. About it's not that. a question of even that teams aren't ready for him because teams he's, are now. He's the Draymond Green for the Toronto Raptors. I've but been in, saying in, that. But in a way that's used true, in yeah. so many more versatile ways, particularly on the more, offensive yeah, end. I was going to say more offense. More offense. Like, like Draymond was always known for his defense. The, the, this is his one outlier bad year that he's had for the his 
overall run with the Golden State Warriors. It's also number... because Cousins is taking a lot of his minutes. Well, not a lot because Cousins didn't really even start playing until well, late in the season. Yeah, but well, Draymond has been bad play. all season yeah, almost. He's, he's had an off season. So he's, this has just been an off season for him per se. But yeah, I agree with you in terms of he's our Draymond being Pascal. But just an all round player, heart. But teams are still preparing for him. But he is an X factor in the way that Nick Nurse is can use him in so many different schemes, situations, and whatnot. And he does put a lot of pressure from a defensive perspective because he lateral quickness, it's hard to get around him. He can guard almost any, any, yeah, any yeah. unless it's literally a Joel Embiid who can just yeah. simply out-muscle him. He yeah. can yeah. pretty well guard yeah, everybody. I agree. So I am I really hope he gets... My, uh, my X factor is, is Marcus Gasol. Marcus Gasol. And I'm not... Obviously, Marcus Gasol is... Right. A, you know, how can you pick him as an X factor? But what? No, looking, yes, you can. Of course you can. At, but looking at as a Raptor... He hasn't had that explosive game. Right. I, he can go off in one series and score 30 in two games, three games. Yeah. Right. Like easily. That could happen. Right. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if you saw a real consistent and better Marcus All. Just even having just time playing with the team, you've already seen a difference. Mikey. Right. My X factor is Danny Green. Yeah. All right. I think in each series, there's going to be argue with one, no, he can't. There's gonna be one or two games where he goes off and he scores 18, 20 points. Yeah, even even 25. I'm so jazzed for these playoffs, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so yeah. jazzed. Yeah. I can't wait. All right, man. I want to thank you guys so much for coming and uh, being a part of this. Uh, I, I don't get enough opportunities to talk basketball. Well, one time you're going to have to call in. Even and do do a, yeah. a spot on our show. Oh, of yeah. course. Absolutely. And possibly maybe i might ask you guys to come back again for the second round yeah let's definitely see. we'll probably and again to that sort of kind of depends on how deep the raptors go as to whether or not <laughs> yes. i will do more uh nba podcasts per se in terms of the ready fox show because generally i'm usually speaking to djs or artists but again i'm so excited for the season and just the potential for what the raptors could do i had to do the show and i yeah, had I to have you guys it, here. i'm glad we could come and i for sure I'm proud of you. Like I said, I know this is something <laughs> that you've wanted for a long time. Man. Yeah, man. And it's dope. The setup yeah. looks great. Anytime. Professional anytime as always. Oh, well. man, brother. I try, yeah. dude. I try. All right. So, again, uh, Trapped Since 95. If you guys want to check them out, uh, go to their website, trappedsince95.com. Hashtag TCAO. Anywhere yes. that there is a podcast, you and, can find Trapped. And Trapped check out Charlie. our Trapped Mixes. We made one for the end of the season. We just made one for the first round. Yeah. For the Orlando. So basically oh, a quick a quick thing of what that is is like we take um an idea and we take songs, a theme, a yeah. theme and we take like a poll from, from our people and, yeah. fans, and yeah. fans and whoever and we use those songs in a mix and so we've done a when the whole trade happened, we, yeah, did, we did a one dearly for demarded one. Yeah. Right. So he was gone. Dope. Yeah. We did then, Legend of the Quiet Cloud. So bringing in Kawhi. So by all means, take a look and you can find, you know, Trap Chat Alley. TCAO. Anywhere. TCAO on any podcasting platform. Illicit Sound, too. I'm going to plug myself, too. Of course. Plug away. (laughs) Plug away. So again, guys. Illicitsound.com. Guys, thank you so much for coming out. I'm super excited for these playoffs. Me too, man. Um, It'll be great. And we will talk again. Thank you so very much for coming out. So let's end off the show. Usually on my show, I end it off with words of wisdom from somebody. But today we're going to end the show off with um, Nick Nurse talking with Adrian Wojnarowski. 
Chnowski. I don't, yeah. I've never, I just the say Wodge. The Wodge. Yeah. And it's from the Wodge Pod, okay. which is his podcast, yeah. which is a great podcast. For if sure, you're a basketball fan. If you're a basketball, fan, yeah. you're a basketball yeah. fan, it's one of the best podcasts you can possibly listen to. But He breaks all the NBA news. Yeah. yeah. He's, he, he knows basketball. Yeah, man. he knows basketball. Like, yeah, he's just incredible. So, yeah, the Wodge Pod, it, it's a great podcast if you're a basketball fan. And if you are, you probably already listened to it. For sure. But um, this is uh, Nick Nurse in conversation with him, and he is talking about coming up for the playoffs and how he's going to make rotations or possibly, um, you know, see what's going to work with rotations and all that stuff. So we will end it with Nick Nurse. Guys, thank you for listening to the Ready Fox Show. I will be back with new episodes with DJs and artists coming up. But here's Nick Nurse with The Watch. When you're trying to find an identity for a team that has changes at the trade deadline and you're in a race against time to say, we know who we are, we know the roles, is that... Like, is that something you chase right into the playoff? You're still always trying to figure out with your team? I, I think so. I yeah. think, you know, with us uh, right now, and, and it may even change a little bit. Like, I've had uh, a couple runs in the in the D League, G League, right? And uh, I think both times I lost my MVP player to a call-up, you know, right as the playoff started. So it was a restructure of the team again or or pull a, uh, all of a sudden a ninth man become a starter and keep the bench unit intact or whatever. And we're still doing a little bit of that. We've got... You know what I would say, maybe 12 or 13 guys that could hit the floor, but realistically it's going to be probably in one series eight or nine, and then maybe eight and nine switch in another series or, or whatever. So we're still trying to, you know, tweak who those pieces are going to be. And, again, I, I don't know. I like I like who we are, but I think our guys like who, who we are too. So we just, we just got to go play the games now.